Hey, everybody. Sally here. Hey, it's Sarah. And you're listening to episode nine, season two of Every Gay Sex. Welcome. Welcome back. So exciting. That's how many episodes in are we? Nine plus 12. 21. Oh, yeah. Is that right? Yeah. I think so. I don't know, Johnny. Yes, it is. Um, Yeah, cool. Um, Yeah, that's crazy, actually. Right? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Crazy, crazy way to start out the day. I love these podcasts. It's kind of just a nice way to kind of get some stuff off, you know? Yeah. Talking about Fun. blowing off some steam. Speaking of, <laughs> did you masturbate today? <laughs> oh my God. That's how we're going to start every episode from now on. We'll yeah, we're going to tie with that with how is your day? Yeah. Nobody cares about how my day was. Nobody gives yeah. a shit. <laughs> yeah. People want to know oh, if we flicked the bean or not. That's oh, yeah. what people want to know. Yeah. Um, you? Have I masturbated today? No. Uh, it's a lot earlier here than it is there. Not oh, that right. that means anything. Um, but I also woke up kind of like, okay, I got to get ready to record. So I didn't. But um, I've been really into like a mid-afternoon, like laying on my couch. I love my wand so much. Like it's actually like life-changing. Yeah. <laughs> And I just lay on my couch and wow, like pretty much like most afternoons these days. Anyway, uh, sorry, what? So have you? <laughs> have you masturbated? Oh, yeah. Not masturbated today? Oh, yeah, definitely. Oh, my God, yeah. When? Before though, before we started, like like when Julian had sent the message being like, I'll see you in an hour. I was mid flicking the bean. <laughs> what? <laughs> you need to say that next time. Is there a bean emoji? Do we have a bean emoji? I don't know. Everyone calls me bean because they're flicking me off. <laughs> Nobody cares. Nobody cares. They just use me. Okay, so you have. How many times? Yeah. How many times? Since I woke up? Yeah. The first time or the second time? How many times have you fucked yourself today? I don't know. Like... How many orgasms have you had today? Like maybe like five. That's <laughs> I need to figure out my life. I I don't know how to have have fun. I have... <laughs> I think what you sent me was Julian. <laughs> what? You've had. Uh, we got on here. What time did we get on here at uh, twelve forty-five? So by noon, you've you're five orgasms deep. From like, oh, yeah, like I woke up at like, you know, yeah, as if it's like a normal scheduling of <laughs> orgasms. Five by noon. I don't know. I've been in a weird mood recently. Like I woke up early. I woke up at like, let's see, by sundown. <laughs> Yo, I woke up at eight twenty. When and you I went back to bed, and then I you do, yeah, kind of sometimes. Not always. Not like right away. Like I'll wake up and look at my phone a bit, and then I'll kind of get. Like, so between now and uh, during this recording, how many orgasms have you had? Six. <laughs> three minutes and 50 seconds in. 22. Uh, so by sundown tonight, are you going to hammer another five? Um, no, I'm probably going to chill. 
chill and it's in your house. Yeah. Yeah, I'm supposed to be out and about later, but I'm not sure if it's actually happening. It's such a shitty day, so we'll see. Um, but after this, follow up question: When yeah. you're out and about, do you sometimes have to like find a stall somewhere and just rub one out? No, but I've done it. <laughs> oh my god! I, need, I what is your life? I I need to figure out how to. I'm not living. I'm not living. <laughs> I am dead. Right. Oh wow! God. What I find so surprising about that is in our previous episode. You said, I'm not really, like, big on sex. If my partner wants to, yeah, of course. But, like, I could go I could go weeks without it. I find that so surprising considering the information you just put out on the table. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think it has a lot to do with, like, actually our topic today was, like, body. My body in general. Like, for me, I it's different to do it to myself mm-hmm. um, because nobody else has to see it. And right. it's annual. I've asked and this before, annual. but so if I bought you a wand, I thought about this yesterday. I don't know, but if I bought you a wand, why are you thinking you about me masturbating? You know, that's a good question. <laughs> pass, 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 pass. Full concession. It's all I'm going to think about all the time now. <laughs> I plead the fifth. I plead the fifth. Any, oh. Anything I'm doing throughout the day or things, I'll they'll just stop and ponder. <laughs> how many? How many? How many times has Stella? jilled off today yeah holy fuck but if i bought you a wand and sent it to your door what would you do with it i'd probably try it like once but i don't think i'd enjoy it to be honest i think it'd be too intense i think it's too intense i'm like i'm really sensitive so i think it'd be too intense well manual is good for me yeah no that's good that's good how long does it take you to make yourself come from dead stuff? It stop? depends. It depends. If I need to do it quickly, then I can do it quickly. But if I like what? I, quickly, like what? Like I could probably do it in like a minute and a half. Mm-hmm. A minute, maybe. Maybe even 30 seconds, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, because I know what I like. Yeah. But like I usually make it last a while because I like to like, it's like edging myself, right? Mm-hmm. 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 So I'll like tease myself. Wow. This is too, this is TMI. I just need No, nothing is TMI for this podcast. Uh um, laughed out for a second. <laughs> yeah. That's hilarious. Okay, so Stella's masturbated five times today. My zero. Julian. Oh. Lady is doing it right now. If he's doing it right now, hundred yeah. percent he is. That's oh my right. god. He's out there. Um, okay, well, so, uh, yes, yes, our topic today is not Stella's masturbation schedule, believe it or not. Mm-hmm. Um, our topic today, and I titled it this specifically, not, so, okay, our title, our topic today is body acceptance, and I specifically wrote body acceptance and not body positivity because a lot of people aren't there. You know what I mean? Like, I think there yeah. is before body positivity, there is body acceptance. Yeah. Hey, Julian. So did I miss something? Sorry, I had to put a, 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 a full chicken that Jen asked me to do about three hours ago. And I forgot. Oh, shit. We asked how many your, your mom pull up into the driveway and you forget about the chicken you told you to take out. <laughs> yeah. 
He's like, why is this still rock solid? I'm like, your house is a little cooler than it feels. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we asked you uh, how many times you've masturbated today. Uh, not five. Um, once. Just once. Yeah, but I I'm a nearly 40 year. Huh? I guess it's different for men, though. I guess you guys can't go. Like, I can go a bunch of times because for me, I'm not fucking spewing out alone. What? Oh. Oh, yeah, well, like, I'm I'm also going to be 40 in October, which um, does affect the time in between. Yeah, I guess that's fair. My, my bounce back used to be five minutes. Now it's like, uh, oh, five days, maybe? Five <laughs> days. No, no but it's a few hours for sure. Yeah. Women are charged up by orgasms. When we finish, it increases our energy and that's why we can go again and again but men when they finish it's an energy drain and then they're like exhausted you know what i mean that's yeah i would get up with one sound after a masturbate would be yeah 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 i'm just disgusted and oh yeah disgusted shameful not disgusted but not fucking green right seven. Kind of a little bit. And that might be uh when that was on you guys touched on it, I think it was Sarah the, the religious thing. Right. Even though I'm zero religious now, but it's just like this ingrained deep in there. There's there is especially when you're watching porn, not when I bang my wife or whatever, but when I beat off the porn, I'm just like, Ugh, why'd I do that? I don't know. It's weird. Mm. Well, I should but, never be shameful. But I get it. I understand where you're. Yeah, I know. I know I shouldn't, but it's it is uh, what it is. And I'm not the only one. I, like a lot of my friends, same thing. A lot of people say that. Like mm-hmm. you watch porn, you're just like feel kind of gross after, as a man. Yeah. Well, if the porn is like Stella and I have talked about ethically sourced porn and feeling like the participants are a little bit more, you know, engaged in it, and it's not super fake, like gross. Because I I understand if it was like yeah poorly made porn that's like i don't know gross in, in itself yeah but um yeah no i understand the religious part too and the shame around that but it should not be shameful more masturbation all the time everyone's like that's great that's our platform huge fan but huge yeah fan. it's just uh this weird uh thing and it doesn't last that long again like Within no time, I'm searching tentacle porn. <laughs> tentacle porn. <laughs> tentacle porn. Yeah. Jesus. Anyway, Christ. well, thank you for your your contribution to this um important topic. Uh, yeah. And so now, sorry, that and that isn't that wasn't as I said that wasn't our topic exactly. We, we want to talk about today another thing conversation that we've gotten some requests for um, is body body anxiety, body image, body positivity, mm-hmm. body acceptance, all that shit. So, yeah. Um what's your initial kind of thoughts on that, Stell? I think it's a spectrum, really. Um and it's a journey. I think I think um especially in the bedroom, it's like it's like it's scary. You're right. You mentioned earlier, like anxiety and like it's anxious. And it's it brings it does, you know. 
and it's just like stressful because not there's parts of yourself that you're not going to be happy with always and you're now showing it to somebody i mean it's very vulnerable you're in a very vulnerable state and it's scary like if you know you don't yeah. know how everyone's going to react and so it's kind of like a like an unknown that you're just going to have to trust that goes well. And if you're with the right person who loves you and deserves you and supports you, they will love your body no matter what, no matter what state. Like people go through like changes. Like our bodies are diff- are changing all the time. I fucking hate like looking back at pictures of myself in high school or like early university and thinking to myself like, oh, like why don't I still look like that? Well, bitch, you were 17 and now you're 27. Like, that's why you don't look like that because you were a yeah. kid. Like, and the expectation, oh man, this this is a huge conversation. Like the expectation, a lot, a lot comes from social media. Like a lot. Oh, it's 100%. The models that have been, that have plastic surgery that we feel like we need to look like them. And that comes into the bedroom with us because we see ads for, um, bikini models 24 7 and then you know you go to get in the shower and you look in the mirror and it's not the same image that you're used to seeing and that's what men want or that's what you know to be sexually attractive you need to be that certain body type like that's been pressed into us so hard like and for a lot of us a lot of us from family like my mom is still constantly like oh like have you like you know started going to the gym more and i'm like mom like first of all no (laughs) second of all like i don't need that comment like it's not gonna make me feel good and she'll all still like i'm 27 she still comments on what i'm eating all the time why are you like eating more of this and eating less of this and like if she facetime video calls me and i'm eating something that i know she won't approve of i won't answer right away because i know she's gonna be like really Sarah like cinnamon toast crunch and I'm like I'm an adult (laughs) I can eat whatever I want but um anyway the food like yeah just diet and body image and all that uh diet culture is just so I don't know it's true like I, I like I I don't know yeah it's just like I don't think it's entirely healthy because uh-uh. I like I think there's maybe some things that are good for you to do and that are healthy, but I think most diet culture is bullshit. Like I, we're not, I don't know about bullshit. I just think that it's like just put out there to make you feel bad about yourself almost. Well, it's to make money. Like Weight yeah. Watchers is making billions and billions of dollars off people that want to be fucking Kylie Jenner. Like, and none of us are. Like, first of all, these are a lot. A lot of these women have modifications to their body that none of us can afford. So, nor yeah. should we need, want to, or need to. Like, yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's hard. And I think that it, comparing us to, um, uh, <laughs> but comparing us now to what it was like growing up 20, 30 years ago before social media. And I don't know, I think there's always, probably always has been, you know, body image issues. I'm not saying there hasn't, but I think it must be worse than when our parents grew up yeah, because of social media. Oh, for sure. Social media is so big with 
with it for sure. Like, oh my God, is it ever? I remember like, I'll look at things. But honestly, it sometimes helped me too because I'm like, that's actually how I want to look and not in a bad way. Like for me in like top surgery, I'm like, you know what? Like that's actually how I'd rather look. And it's mm-hmm. it's not to do with like my weight or anything. It's to do with the fact that I want top surgery. Yeah. Yeah, that's and that's different. I would say that's different than just like, oh, I want to be a size zero jeans. Like I'm I'm not beautiful and I'm not perfect and appealing if I'm not thin like that's just like such a dead ass fucking ideology yeah. i hate that shit god i fuck yeah yeah like i i can think back pretty much okay when i moved to vancouver island i like our body image has always been a huge huge like hurdle in my life like pretty much 24 7 like i find myself actually now that i'm saying it definitely less now that i've moved here but traditionally I find myself thinking about feeling overweight and feeling bad about myself like would consume like 70% of my daily thoughts was how do I look right now even alone in my apartment thinking about feeling overweight and not feeling like good enough and wanting different boobs or whatever like whatever it is but Mm -hmm. I chatted with somebody when I first moved here like a, a friend of mine um and she said like it's so important to surround yourself with people who don't fucking talk about that all the time. And that stuck with me because I'm like, I don't want to be the person that talks about it all the time. And it's true because when I think about my high school friend group, it was always, all the conversations were about how we were looking. It was always, always about how we looked in that dress and in those jeans. And it was all aesthetic all the time. And yeah, be the person that doesn't fucking focus on that all the time because assume 50 at least 50 percent of the room is already feeling insecure so saying like how insecure you're feeling it's not helpful like yeah it's it 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 just encourages everybody to feel that way so i think since moving here i've been able to like you're way more than how you look so talk about other things talk about your ideas talk about your work talk about what you're passionate about don't sit in a room with your friends and talk about how how your stomach looks that day or what you ate the day before. That's the other thing. Sorry, now I'm going crazy here. But well, assume 50% of the room is at an eating disorder. Don't fucking talk about calorie counting to, to a group of people. Like It's uncomfortable for a lot yeah. of people. And what is being gained? Like, you know? 100%. Sorry, go ahead. No, no, no. I totally agree with you there. Um no, I totally agree with that. It's just like it's hard. I remember, like, I, like I also, I think I mentioned to you earlier. I think I just mentioned it to you, though, Sarah. I don't think I've said it on here, but actually, we might have. But that, like, so, like, you know what I mean? Like, I, I, it's been, like I said, it's been a journey. Um, this is kind of the most I've weighed in my entire life, but I'm not by all means like I don't look bad. You know what I mean? Like I like I, I like the way I look, but it's just like different for me because I'm used to being 120 pounds and full of muscle, whereas now I'm a little chonky, <laughs> a little jiggle to me. But at the end of the day, I'm healthy, and you know what I mean. And it's just like, but I think I've talked to you about this with like my top surgery, and like I remember you were asking, uh, we were talking about Josephine, and and I was like, even when I was dating her. Um, it took me a while to like 
even like take off my shirt because I just didn't like I don't like them I hate them like I don't want my my boobs like I have so much like this nah, I don't want to say disgust for them but like, I just have so much like it's just very uncomfortable for me and so it takes me a while to like get fully nude because I don't like them mm-hmm. so it's like that's like a touchy subject for me so yeah. and it's just something that I, I you know and I've tried to go to a doctor for top surgery and they kind of were a fucking shit show the first time and I just went again and I don't know if I told you the results no of the second time I called because they said if they didn't call me and make an appointment in a month that I should follow up so I followed up only for them to tell me that they're like oh we're so sorry like as soon as we got the referral like we told your doctor we don't do those kind of surgeries unfortunately so they should have told you that we said we couldn't do it and we said that back like a month ago. And I was like, so this whole month that I've been waiting for an appointment, like my, my, I knew it. It was like my, the doctor that I went to was kind of just not very cool with it. And he, and he seemed very like confused and mm. almost like uncomfortable with the questions that I wanted to ha- ask and like that I wanted to have this surgery. And he was like, and I have a hard time going to the doctors for it because of like the reactions I've had. So then I don't like, and then I so then I get really defeated, and I feel really like, oh, I don't want to do this anymore. But I do like, and I just constantly find myself like just going back in the circle over and over again about how much I just want to get it done. Like I have this shirt. Even yesterday I tried it on and I was like, damn, like I love this shirt, and I wish I could wear it. But I don't want to wear it right now because I don't like how it looks with my boobs. Yeah, and I have shirts that I've kept and I have them in my drawers. That I I remember used to say to my ex, I'd be I used to be like, I want to keep this because when I get to have surgery, I'm gonna want to wear it and I know it's gonna look sick. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so, so they say they said they don't. What do you mean they don't do that kind of surgery? I guess the the, the that that plastic surgery just doesn't do it. Okay, um, which is fine. But my problem was where it was with the doctor who gave me the, like, who sent out the referral in the first place because they just had the knowledge that they weren't going to, other doctors weren't going to do it and they just never told me. Yeah. So I could have been waiting months thinking I was going to be getting a call back when there was no progress being made at all. <laughs> so yeah. it's a little stressful. And I know, like I said, it's a journey, but. That just comes in with like body dysmorphia, right? It's like, uh, and it's like, it, so I used to say, I, because people would be like, well, Stella, like maybe you're transgender. And I'm like, no, like I, I like being a woman and I like being a girl. I just don't necessarily think you need to have boobs to be a girl. Mm-hmm. And I find, I read, I, I read something once that someone had said, um, someone who was transgender, they had said, you know, um, straight people like straight people who who don't who aren't transgender feel like they're born in the right body but people who are transgender feel like they're born in the wrong body mm-hmm. and i don't i necessarily feel half of that like i feel like i was born in half the wrong body mm-hmm. right like I, I i like like i said i like being a girl i just don't want to have my breasts and i don't think you need to be a female to have like i don't think you need to have breasts to have be a female like there's people who have had surgeries that make it impo- like not possible for them to have breasts, right? Mm-hmm. And they're still female. I just, yes, a male passing, like in the sense of that, 
I look like a guy, but then I don't at the same time. Like I have a lot of feminine features, mm-hmm. but actually, a, like a, I think a week ago, I went to Canadian Tire. I had my back to one of the workers, and he said, "Excuse me, sir." Mm-hmm. And you know what? I kind of, I and that's the thing. Like I don't like it when people say that. So I turned around and I was like, and he looked at me and was like, "Oh," and I was like, "Yeah, it's fine. Let's just move on." Let's just move on. Yeah. Because like, yeah, I don't need to have a whole conversation about it. Like, let's just, like, a, like, fi- like agree to disagree that you've, yeah, you made a mistake and whatever. Let's just move on. Like, I don't need to have a conversation. I don't need an apology. Like, let's just move forward. Mm-hmm. Unless you're being a dick about it, then we won't mm-hmm. move forward. But, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, no, I think the body dysmorphia conversation is huge, especially with people that are, um, you know, on a gender journey and um with yeah like things like top surgery or any kind of surgery i think the body dysmorphia is a big thing and even just for anybody like looking in the mirror and seeing something like actually different like our minds are so powerful and we do have the ability to look at ourselves and see things that are like just not even there in a a sense like or just amplify the feelings of I hate even saying it, but like the self hatred and the self loathing, like, and you know, when you go 10 years of feeling like your body isn't good enough or that you wish it was different, that's totally ingrained in your brain. And that carries over into the bedroom. So my experience with that is, is that it does carry over to the bedroom. Like I, I don't, like showering with a partner I've maybe done that with a couple people but maybe just like really long-term things mm-hmm. because I don't like and this I said I don't want to be the person that talks negative but this is for the podcast this is for vulnerability but I don't really like looking at myself naked so I'm not super eager to have a partner seeing me fully naked like I yeah I I do I do want the lights dimmed at least <laughs> like mm-hmm. you know i'm 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 still on that journey myself with uh and that's why i titled this body acceptance and not body positivity because i think body positivity for a lot of people is a, is seems a little bit out of reach at the moment and yeah. for a lot of us what we need to first work on is body acceptance just looking in the mirror like this is the body that i have this is the body i'm going to have for the rest of my life this is where yeah. i live this is what carries me through each day. This is what walks me around in life. And this is what just, this is my home. Like we need to do our very best to accept that and feel at the very least just comfortable in our own skin. And that's a huge, it's a huge journey, easier said than done. But I encourage everybody to take steps to um, work towards at least feeling comfortable 100 yeah, and that's the thing like it's all like i said earlier it's a journey it's like steps like find like the student the, like uh, like it's you're not being perfect is so like unrealistic you know what i mean like once you start loving yourself and your body things things really do start changing and it's it's really noticeable I think and uh, what are what are actionable items because I do realize I just said oh I encourage everybody to work towards body acceptance and then I'm thinking okay well Sarah what are you what 
what would be, you know, how, how, how do you do that? And I think, um, I think honestly, like I'm, I'm a little bit, I'm not religious and I'm way more to like a spiritual side and I'm big into like meditation and mindfulness and all that kind of stuff. Looking in the mirror at your body, at yourself, whatever it is, and out loud saying, I love myself. I look good. My boobs look really nice today. I I love my body. I, I feel good. Like looking at yourself in the mirror out loud, even if you feel crazy doing it, I think it it's helpful. You're speaking it and you're not only are you saying it, you're also hearing it. And Better. I certainly don't think it can do any negative. It can't do any yeah. harm. How many times I text Sarah saying, bro, I'm so hot. Yeah, it's true. And all, okay, and then that, to that point, surrounding yourself with people who are positive. And I, I would never, ever want to say you need a partner around to do this, but I found being with partners, well, I would never be with somebody that didn't make me feel like an absolute queen and tell me how perfect I am all the time. Like that, that's what, I mean, that's how your partner should be. Or, or maybe I mean, not perfect, but you know what I mean? Like, gassing me up all the time but having a partner that really does like truly loves your body for its quote-unquote flaws I don't believe there are any flaws I think everybody's different and all bodies look different and but having someone around that encourages you to feel confident and feel good and if you don't have a partner do it for yourself or have friends around that like that are supportive of you in that way mm-hmm Oh, I agree. I agree. That's great. Yeah, I find uh, it really does help. Like I have friends. Like I've I've got I've gained some new friends at the bar I'm working at, and they're just so nice to me, and it's just like wild. And they're always complimenting me, and it, it really does change my mood. It really does make a difference. And I'm like, oh, this is the best. And like now, I just want to hang out with them all the time. And they're much younger than me, but like they're just so much fun and they're so caring and and like they're so like like what's the word i want to say i don't even know what i'm trying to say but like they 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 just make sure i'm comfortable in situations that are like with alcohol and stuff like that and Mm -hmm. and like they're just always gassing me up each other up and i'm like these are the people i want to be surrounded by because these people are making me feel good about my body when i'm not having the best day about my body today you know what i mean because it go that and that to that point it absolutely comes in waves because you can have one day where you're like holy fuck like i fire and then the next day you can feel like a beach whale like and we all have those days and um yeah i think like you said having people around that are so positive and even even when it's not like i love that point even when it's not to me the like hearing people gassing each other up in my surrounding love it like yeah just love like not just women but just people supporting other people like i think a lot of our young adulthood it's about competition and being the prettiest and being the skinniest and being the whatever whatever and now at this age in our later 20s it's more about what can i say right now that's going to make this these other people feel good like i want we like it's it's about bringing yeah. each other up and not tearing each other down anymore because i feel like that yeah. that was a thing in high school 
A hundred percent. Yeah, that really checks out. So the advice there is surround yourself with people who make you feel good about yourself. And like I kind of mentioned at the beginning, be around people that have other things to talk about other than their lips and their Botox and their their how like how many crunches they did in the, that morning like I per that's to, to each their own to each their yeah own, of course. like I feel like just, that then then so be it yeah but if but, you're feeling insecure about yourself and and diet and exercise and all that surrounding yourself with people that all they want to talk about is how many steps they got and how many calories they burned and how yeah. they found a new low like, calorie thing it's like it's just like, not helpful it's like body image and like porn and body image and gym culture. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. and it's 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 hard. Like, if that's how you want to look, then by all means, go for it. I'm proud of you. Like, get what you, like you you know you want. Go for it. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. you don't have to like shame other people for enjoying who they are. There's mm-hmm. someone. There's actually I would I was talking to you about her before we started recording. It was that girl. And uh, what's her name? Kenzie Brenna. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's a writer on body image, mental health, and a bit like and stuff like that. And she has her own podcast called Conversations with Kenzie. Um, and she just talks a lot about like her journey with her body and like how and like I think I've read a lot of her stuff and I think it's really great and I think that's someone that people can. I know I've seen a few of her followers like post stuff on her. So like it's she's definitely known. Um, which is pretty cool. I think she's a lot of great things to say about like body image and, and stuff like that. And I think it's important to like know that you could you can go to the gym and still be like a heavier person and, and still be like very fit and healthy. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it doesn't necessarily, you don't have to be like super skinny to necessarily be healthy. Right. Like, you don't need to be like every gym shark model to go to the gym. Like, yeah, that's for sure. And then you, you, you mentioned it too. The body expectations, like, if we're talking sex specifically, the body expectations that we've felt from porn, like, mm. and as, as men, I'm sure, like, as a penis owner and, um, seeing what the porn star, dick looks like and whatever whatever but i find with women like there's a really specific look of what a vulva should look like quote of course um what it should look like and we're so used to what what that specific variation of a vulva looks like and then we people will feel shame about how theirs looks because it doesn't look like that perfect porn star pussy yeah but go ahead that actually also brings me up to this thing my roommate came home with this the other day and it's this like illustrated it says an illustrated pussy powerful manifesto for better sex now it's called dick ain't shit kind of about the truth yeah and it is the coolest thing i've ever seen I'm, i'm trying to find ways to reach out to them um they don't really have an instagram i don't think they just have an email that i've tried i'm gonna email see what's up with them and see what, if we can toss one of them. I don't know. Like, it'd be cool. They have a lot of things. Like, their table of contents includes, like, what is sex, your body explained, dick and shit, getting the sex you deserve, troubleshooting, and then more resources. And they talk about, like, what is sex? 
and says sex is not like necessarily begins with a boner and ends with an ejaculation of semen. Like it doesn't have to be that. Like we said, like it doesn't have to be like a set thing. And like your body explained and what these parts are and like it, and you were talking about vulvas and like a vulva variety hour is like what they have here. So if you guys are watching our YouTube, you can see this. I love um, But like there's a variety of vulvas here and like there's a variety of sizes you know what I mean and like just the look and feel of a vulva is going to be different for every person and I'm like honest to fuck I didn't even know that until I really started like being with women because I'd only ever really seen mine and porn so like I was with girls where I was like oh not in a bad like just different like this is different and yeah that doesn't mean that it's wrong or unappealing like everybody and that's again only holy shit guys only have sex with people that are fully accepting and and overly overjoyed with your body never ever ever give yourself to somebody that makes you feel like your body is not perfect because everybody is it's there we're just different everybody's different and that's a big part of body image and body acceptance is accepting the fact that we don't all look the same and who the fuck wants to anyways mm-hmm. like i talked to a friend of mine um megan she came to visit a couple weeks ago and we talked about how growing up in our small town of timmins that holy fuck it's like everybody just wanted to be the same person we all wanted to wear the same lulu leggings with the same pair of uggs and date the same fucking guys <laughs> playing the same on the same hockey team like everybody just wanted their faces to look the same with the same makeup and the same everything it's like why we've been raised on this idea that being different there's something wrong with it and i think now that we're reaching our later 20s we're realizing how much better it is to be to have your own self and be different and look different and yeah all that no yeah i agree um and sorry and back to the porn thing like i can think of times where like I had mentioned, I, I wouldn't necessarily be super excited about showering with someone because I do have that um, those insecurities and whatever. But we watch porn and we see the same fucking bottle blonde, like flat stomach, perky boobs, perfect, whatever, perfect, quote unquote. And then I absolutely have been in situations where like what stands out to me the most is I wouldn't do certain positions because mm-hmm. I'm really concerned about what my stomach looked like from that angle if my nipples looked good, if what he or whoever, uh, like at the time, when it, I never felt this way with women. And I think that's a little bit about just women knowing women. And I don't know, I've never, I've never felt of really like, like I know my, my most insecure feelings were always with men and that's nothing against men. It's more just like a comfort level between two women versus, um, yeah, being with a man. But yeah, like I wouldn't do certain positions. I wouldn't, I would have the lights off for sure. I just, there was, I'd keep on certain articles of clothing to like conceal, yeah. like just because I'm so used to seeing porn where like the girls were looking a whole lot different than I look. And yeah. So I guess yeah. that that's where like, I, you said like sex with the lights off. Like that's how I'm always am. Like at the start, eventually I get comfortable enough with my partner that I don't mind anymore. But like it's literally a, it's a process. It's a process. Like I'm ta- I'm hanging out with somebody recently, and uh, we've only smooched a few times, and like 
the thought of sex is quite spooky because again my first time dating around like sober so it's just like I don't think I've ever even slept with anyone for the first time ever sober mm-hmm. I think like I, I think my dates have gone like oh let's get drinks and we get drunk and then whatever we hook up mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah I don't remember the last time you know but eventually it obviously leads to sober but it's just like it gives me so much confidence Whereas now, but like this person says like they're cool with going slow. And I was like, I just, it's not really a huge thing for me. Like I, if you're cool with going slow, like I, I genuinely mean like going slow. Like mm-hmm. it, it, like it, you could see how long it took me to smooch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know how long it's going to take me to, uh, yeah, maybe it'll be quicker, but I don't know. I'm trying to work on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. A, a process. It is. It is definitely a process. Um, yeah, because now I also have to learn how to love my body sober. Yeah. Wow. And that's a huge... Well, you're going to be much more critical of yourself sober than you were. Matter of fact, was when I was drunk, I'm like, oh, yeah, like whatever. Let's just go at it. Mm-hmm. And I don't even care. I don't even realize. Like, when I'm drunk, I'll probably get naked. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm, definitely won't happen. When I'm sober, because I'm so, still not there yet. So what what would what would need to happen? Like, what do you see? Yourself, just time. Like, just time, yeah, and comfort yeah, with the other person. Comfort and time with someone. Unless I got top surgery, I really think that would change everything. Mm-hmm. Genuinely, like I genuinely think, if I got top surgery, my comfort level would go from like here to like here. Mm-hmm. I really think that I would be having more sex, also. Yeah. Yep. Yep. No, that's true. I don't know. I'm also just actually super lame. So I don't know. You're like, yeah, that's all I need. That's like, well, imagine. Yeah. Gets it done. Maybe I need something else. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. (laughs) Maybe it's not the right day. Yeah. No. And I think there is no rush. Like, again, don't ever be with someone that makes you feel rushed. Like, that's not great. Like, we want to be with people that are accepting and encouraging but not pressuring like encouraging yeah. your partner to feel good about themselves without there being an ulterior motive of getting sex from it that's not what i'm saying yeah 100 um i agree yeah okay i have another thing that I, I i've never brought this up on this podcast before partially because mostly we talk about l- our lesbian sex lives um this is like very like oh you know what, maybe it'll feel good for me to talk about it because I'm so, this is like one of my biggest, just because we're on the topic of insecurities in bed. So, and I know, <laughs> okay, um, one of the things that I've all, when, when having sex with men, penis owners, I have been <laughs> so, oh my God, no, here we go. Look, I can't, well, I don't even like the word. Okay. Can you guess so that I don't... I don't like the word. Okay, you know like what? The way you, you sound? Like I sound... The noise is... worried about that. Okay. Okay, when... Okay, when your penis owner is... Is fucking you. Not you and not me, but... Definitely not me. <laughs> yeah. And... A sp- okay, so... Okay, let me just... Okay, I'm, I'm encouraging it to people to feel anxious about this. Do not feel anxious. I don't like the word, but the word is queef. Okay. Don't laugh. Self. Funny. 
Okay. Cute sometimes. Okay. Well, see, though, that's, that's the attitude we need. And so I have never experienced it with women, but with men, especially doggy style, often uh-huh. that would happen. And uh-huh. I would allow it to literally ruin my life. Like, it's done. Like, wow. the food is done. I, I'm embarrassed. I'm, like, leaving the room. I'm, like, so insecure about it. And the more other women I talk to, of course, they're like, that happens. Like, that's normal. Yeah. And it was just something that I w- always had such a hard time with. And now when I think about using a strap and growing up, and I'm like, and I do want to do that, but I don't. I'm I'm anxious about it. So uh, this is me completely being vulnerable because I know somebody right now is listening. Like, I fucking feel that. Like, because it is, it is like... Again, let me circle back on being with a partner who makes you feel comfortable. If that, if you were in a sexual situation where that happened and your partner made you feel bad about it, bro, out, done. Yeah, not dead. Like, dude, you just touched on that. Um, my last told me that their ex boyfriend used to get like weird about it, and I was like, and it happened a couple times, like while we were like one of the first times, and I was like. And we just giggled through it. It was just kind of funny. And we were just like, oh, whatever. Like, it's whatever. We're like, tea. Yeah. And we thought he was the cutest. I thought it was pretty cute, to be honest. And this is funny because she got so embarrassed. And I was like, something to be embarrassed about. Like, it's natural. Like, I, you're just like really letting yourself go. You know what I mean? You're just like, you're just, you're just comfortable. And like, it, and it sometimes happens when you know you're just, I don't know. It's just like, I just want them to have a good time. I don't want them to feel bad about themselves. Well, and that, like, queefing, I really just think there could be, here we go back to the words I hate, vagina, tits, (laughs) well, dick's okay, not that I liked it, but you know what I mean, like, Uh all these words that I don't like, could we not, who, who, who said that word? What are you, an out? (laughs) But really, like, could we not have thought of a different term? I don't know, because I, the word itself, what else would they have said? I think it's it. What? Move on. What'd you say? I don't know. I forget. <laughs> the point is, okay, I don't like the word and I think it makes it worse. I think it makes the, the, the what it is worse because just the fucking word is so bad. But being with somebody that makes you feel comfortable about it and just kind of branching off of that, bodies have functions like that. And sometimes there are part like parts of sex are going to be uncomfortable and there are body bodily functions that can occur during sex that are completely normal. But we have it yeah. that it's like has to be embarrassing, whether it be queefing or anything else along those lines. Things yeah. happen and being with somebody that makes you feel comfortable would be a, a good, a really important first step, I would say. But just also finding that acceptance that like it happens and just to move on. Because if you let it like yeah. I normally would, let it completely ruin the mood, yeah. then who wins from that, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's fair. Yeah, I, uh, again, whatever they want. Mm-hmm. Whatever they want, we're good with. Well, I think like when I was with men, like Jack specifically, we he used to see it as like, like when I, when that would happen. It was like, he, like, because it would only really happen if he was really fucking the shit out of me. Like, really, really, like, do you know what I mean? <laughs> well, because, and then it was almost like a, not a badge of honor, but it was like, oh, like, I'm really, like, 
because it, it, it's it's about air. Can you not do that face while we're trying to be accepting of everyone? God, is this a safe space or is it not? Yeah. The point is normally it was when it was like more on the aggressive side of things that that it would even happen. And it was kind of like, oh, like. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So but that makes sense, though, of it happening during that time, though, too. Yeah. Yeah. And because for me, anyway, mostly just when it was doggy style, like from the back. Yeah. So anyway, to our listeners that I know I've been awkward about it because that's the first time I've ever this is the first time I've ever like publicly spoke about that happening. And I know it's not that like, oh, it's happened to me and that's so crazy and like it's bad. It happens to everybody. Like I'm sure it's literally happened to every Volvo owner ever at least once. So um, what I'd like to say and why I'm airing myself out on it is to say that it is normal. Don't feel bad about it. And just like if you can be like Stell, laugh it off and keep going because there's no reason to feel bad and there's no reason to let it ruin the mood. No, 100% not. Just it's normal. It's literally so normal. Like just move on. Mm -hmm. Keep pleasuring your partner. Yeah. 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 At the end of the day, I think. Overall, we just wanted to say that, like, it's just a, a process loving your body. And I think that some days are going to be shitty and some days are going to be easy. And I don't think it's, like, it's not healthy to shit on yourself so much. Mm-hmm. I think you just got to take it day by day because, like, that's just the process. I don't know. It's just, like. I remember I woke up one day and I was like, oh, I feel a little less shitty about myself today. And then some days I wake up and I'm like, whoa, I'm a lard of shit. <laughs> <laughs> Just a giant piece of shit. But again, I know it's going to pass and there's some things that I can't change. And uh, you just have to learn how to accept it one day. Yeah. And it is, like you said, it is a journey. I think what we would want to leave our listeners with it would be just what can you do to feel good about yourself? And I think that's different for everybody. Like, I, I'm i very anti-diet culture, but I do know that when I cook myself a nice meal with like a good, with some vegetables and some protein and whatever, whatever, that I do feel good about myself the rest of the day and not just like, oh, I feel skinny, like more just like, I've fueled my body in a way that makes my body feel good. And that's, you owe it to yourself to do things like that and mm-hmm. to do activities or do things in your daily life, little things that make you feel good about yourself. Yeah. Surrounding yourself with like good people, all that. And where, like, if you have a lot, if your closet, I know money is always, uh, always an obstacle, but um, if your closet is full of clothes that used to fit you in high school, bro, fuck that shit. Toss that shit out. Like, wear stuff that you feel comfortable in do not Mm -hmm. dress to be what you think people want you to look like like what what a lady should dress like or whatever like wear what you're find some some clothing that you're comfortable in some styles and then stick with that don't don't put yourself in a position to feel uncomfortable like do little things throughout the day like i said the mirror affirmations like, I am beautiful, I am smart, I look good, I feel good. Like, saying those things out loud, like, even literally just the second saying that kind of, like, gave me, like, an up energy. Like, it feels good to be nice to yourself. So that would be my advice on 
um, just working towards body acceptance or body positivity wherever you are on your journey is mm-hmm. being kind to yourself. This is our one body. This is this is forever. This is our home forever. You'll live in a fucking many different cities and different apartments and different people and different relationships. But the one thing that's always constant is where you are right now in your body. So yeah. don't be mean to it. Tucker yeah. to him today. No, I agree. I think you said everything. It's just right out of the words that the words right out of my mouth. Yeah. But we're here um, for our listeners. If you want to discuss any of these things more or any personal like journeys you want to share with us or would like us to share here or anything like that, we're here and we're here to support you and to encourage you to feeling good about yourself. That's kind of the, the end goal. Um, yeah, that was, yeah. Seriously. Love yourself. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. Love yourself. Friggin'. Oh yeah, I think it's just uh, we're in this journey together. <laughs> yeah, and even if people don't like all like this, is just aside. But on social media, everybody looks happy and perfect, and they're amazing, and everything's amazing all the time. We project our best sides of ourselves, so don't ever feel like oh, you're sure. behind in any way, body wise, money, education, anything. Like you're. Mm-hmm. Everybody's on their own pace and don't ever feel rushed by social media or pressured by social media or whatever it may be. Just everybody's on their own journey and focus on yourself and your journey. Yeah, I agree. We're all here for you. We're here for you. We love you. We appreciate you listening. This was a more serious episode, um, but we hope that it brought value to to our listeners. Yeah. Um, So just keep listening subscribing liking even reposting whatever we're on tiktok i'm getting the hang of it i don't think i did very good but no whatever yeah we'll 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 do better (laughs) we're working on it we're working a lot yeah anyways thanks for listening guys and uh thanks for coming thanks for coming bye yeah